I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Good evening, Rush Nation. It is Murphy. It is Friday, uh, Monday night even. Let's get the right day. And uh, it's just me again. Uh, Daniel's not feeling too well, so as a result, uh, it's me that will be here on your screens. So I'm here just to take you through uh, what happened in week 15 and then also week 16 uh, preview as well, just to help you get ready for the fantasy playoffs. And I'll tell you what, I've been playing fantasy football over 20 years, and this is definitely the most brutal I've uh, ever seen when it comes to the fantasy football playoffs uh, or just any week in general, not just from an injury perspective, but just in general with everything that's going on. And it's just absolutely crazy. You know, you think about the Bucks getting shut out. You think about the Cardinals losing to the 1 and 10 and 1, uh, 1 11 and 1 Lions. Um, you've got, you know, the Bengals, now a high powered offense, not doing much. It just was, was quite, a, quite a weird week in general. No one put up a huge amount of points after Thursday night football. So it was really just a case of some really good teams will be going out and swipe the buys are so important because if you had a buy, you would have skipped a lot of the shenanigans that have happened. And then we've had games delayed. We've got four games still to play this week. Um, it's just an absolutely mad time uh, this week. And I know there'll be some people really 
peed off because they've had uh you know games cancel um or they're going to go out of the playoffs with covid players or players not turning up and all that hard work has kind of gone for nothing and it is a real shame but it's part of why we love fantasy football i'm sure some of you are under excuse me underdog teams who have ended up coming through this week so you know lots lots to do but again it's why the, the buy is so important uh it's why i always encourage leagues to have buy uh buy weeks and for those one and two seats they've earned them so just to go through uh show if you've never tuned in before welcome thanks for joining uh, pleasure to have you here um if you're a new listener if you've been following all season thank you for sticking with us and if you are not a new list well, you've been listening for a really long time then really appreciate everything that you do to help make this show special um and just appreciate everything so thanks so much for supporting the show whether you're a patron whether you just uh drop on by it's really great to have you and i'm so glad that you are here now and are able to join in with us so just going to before we get started i'm just getting this link shared out so we've had i know a few people come to me so why can't i watch you on twitter anymore i know we had a lot of people uh show us great love on on twitter and, and watch the show um we've got an issue with Streamyard. Streamyard for some reason is not allowing us to, to cast to twitter and it's been incredibly frustrating because it's been about five weeks now and there is no end in sight you know we have been uh, talking to Streamyard, and you know we pay a significant amount of money to to Streamyard to have this service and it's not working so we have to see what happens now uh, over the coming months uh, and hopefully we can get it up and running sooner rather than later so do apologize um for for that if you do watch it but i have to share the link now on twitter so hopefully you're able to join in uh, and then come have some fun with me because I am on my own and I like it more when people do uh, interact with me and they're able to ask questions and uh, and interact. But as well, you never know, I might get one if you want to come and join me for, for a few minutes as well, um, hopefully as well. So if you do, pop in the chat, send me a comment and um, I'll see what happens. Um, in terms of what's new at Five Yard, not a lot. Uh, only really new thing. Obviously, we're getting to the end of the season, which just means that you know content will start to to wind down. But uh, as that happens, uh, I have actually started uh, a new newsletter where I'll be posting some content uh, on there, and especially in the off season, I'll be posting my thoughts and uh, I've called it a brain dump. Basically, it's where a lot of research on the book will go in there um, and and everything else. So. If uh, you are interested, you can find it at AG Murphy, that's M U R, Foxtrot Echo Tango, 85.substack, that's S U B S T A C K dot com. That's AG Murphy, M U R F E T, 85.substack, S U B S T A C K dot com. And I hope you can subscribe and join in there completely free. It'll just be, a, like I said, a, a sharing of ideas, strategy, uh, and get you everything ready for coming weeks off season uh, and beyond and hopefully you'll join the journey with me there in terms of um in terms of that patreon as well if you've got you've, you've if you've got the playoffs in your mind and you want to 
tap into my brain uh, more frequently, then you can 100% do this. And you can do that uh, by joining our Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash 5 Yard Rush. Gets you access to uh, the books when they come out. Um, gives you access to um, uh, jersey, well, basically T-shirts or hoodies if you join at a certain tier. But you get to join our exclusive WhatsApp. Uh, I do Patreon casts, which I'm doing weekly at the moment. Um, where I actually analyze your team, uh, tell you what I would do, uh, who to pick up, how to play your opponent, and everything, which is very useful. So different tiers, anywhere from, a, uh, you know, just a pound a month up to £10 a month. So patreon.com forward slash 5 rush. Do that and you can take advantage of that this week um, if you're in your playoff semi-finals. Um, now looking at, reviews again i think uh spotify are going to start doing reviews so if you get the opportunity please do it there if you're on itunes apple podcast please do leave us reviews they do mean the world to us and they also mean that we get more viewers more subscribers more people enjoying this content i can't tell you how much it makes a, a difference so please do uh write a review on uh apple Podcasts and spotify or both would be even uh better so going to start off with some quick news uh, around the NFL, as we always do, uh, or as we always do, and then we'll get into uh, the fantasy aspects and some takeaways from my brain week 15 uh, and things that I'd be looking to do now. I'm in the playoff semifinals. First of all, Brady uh, suffered his first shutout loss since 2006 with a shutout, a 9 to nothing victory against the Saints. Now, actually, I actually haven't had uh, all the time to watch this yet. Um, I've been putting it off all day. Um, I'm going to endure it, I think, before I go to bed um, tonight. I uh, really don't want to watch it, but I, I definitely need to. Other games took my priority. Um, it's obviously something that the Saints do and have this amazing record against Brady in the regular season. And there's no doubt Dennis Allen is going to put this on his CV and try and get another head coaching job again. Uh, this cycle, and he's going to say, well, I've got Brady's number. It shows you how great I am. And you never know, he might work and you might get a head coaching opportunity. I know he would take one. Uh, we've had some injury news. Uh, so the Buccaneers had a lot of injuries in this game. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette uh, all left the game. Levante David as well. Now, Godwin has been ruled out for the rest of the regular season. That's the next three games with an MCL. Therefore, I would expect uh, him to go on IR. I think that's a pretty logical step. They've already ruled him out for the next three games, so uh, why not free up the roster spot? Um, it does mean likely he'll come back for the playoffs. It's a real shame Godwin has really come leaps and bounds in the last few weeks. He's a, a heck of a football player. Um, he was actually only sort of 15, I not even think 15 catches short of uh, getting a franchise record for most catches in the season. So he won't make that record now with... Um, with his injury, which is a real shame. And he's a free agent next year, so he, I know he'll desperate he'll be to get on for the playoffs. It Still, even with yesterday's loss, looks likely the Buccaneers will, will make the playoffs. Um, as for Evans, it's hamstring injury. I think it's going to be one of those things that he is someone who can bounce back quite quickly. I would say he's probably 50-50 at best to make the, play, uh, to make the game this week, but I do think he'll be back the following two games so be interesting to see what happens there but he is someone who plays through pain quite regularly um Leonard Fournette is likely to miss the next week or two that has already come out he also has a hamstring the difference is that Fournette one is a running back so therefore um 
you know, really relies on that power more. But two, he's had subsequent hamstring injuries before. And that would, and I think it's a slightly more severe issue as well. I'm not a doctor, so I can't say uh, 100% that that is the case. But I think it's just the case now with him that you need to be prepared to bench him for the rest of the fantasy playoffs because I don't think he's going to play. I think it's going to be Ronald Jones season-ish. Not all the way till the rest of the season, but we'll come on to Ronald Jones uh, later on. I do have some breaking news that there has been some injury uh, updates, uh, but in terms of not ones we want to hear, new ones, and this is all to do with COVID as opposed to that. Um, and it looks like we've got several players who from the Chargers who have been put on uh, COVID reserve. Um, the most important one to fancy heads is Austin Eckler, although Joey Bosa is also on there. Now, with the new protocols, when it comes to COVID, this isn't necessarily as, I want to say, as bad news. It's obviously bad news when everyone contracts a virus or an illness, but um, it wouldn't, it's not, it's not a sentence that they're going to be out. I mean, I don't know the vaccination status of both players, um, but if they're vaccinated, there is more than a good chance that they come back. Asymptomatic players can still play. Um, and there's also less testing for vaccinated players. Um, these guys have already tested positive, but the means for them to come back is is more likely now than it was a few weeks ago. So uh, don't don't panic too yet uh, on Eckler, but that's one to keep an eye on. If he's not vaccinated, and then that, obviously that's something to be more concerned about and to watch out for in the coming uh, days. But we'll know more shortly. So that's breaking news. And Kevin Stefanski is not coaching tonight. He is still in the COVID protocols as well. They've they've lost uh, Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum. So Nick Mullins is going to be starting at quarterback. So that'll be an interesting one. Uh, back to some more news. Uh, the Packers have locked up their third NFC North title in a row. And they're on track to be the one seed in the NFC. Uh, just like last year, they have one game advantage over the Buccaneers uh, and the Cardinals, but they also have the tiebreakers on both. So the Packers are going to need to lose two of the next three to not get the one seed. So it looks likely that all roads will go through Lambeau once again. The Jaguars are holding the first pick in the 2022 draft as it stands, and I expect that to remain. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. Took a pretty nasty hit. He remained hospitalized. He has now been uh, released from hospital, but he has now entered the concussion protocol. So expect this to happen uh, over the week, and we'll see how his health is. But it was pretty nasty, and we'll see how he trends for the coming weeks for those of you in 2QB leagues holding Teddy Bridgewater. Ben Roethlisberger has passed Phil Rivers to fifth all-time in career passing yards uh, in his win. There's also an, an amazing stat going around that... Um, Ben at home is undefeated on the weekend of Spider-Man releases films. I don't know how that works, but good luck depicting that one to see if it's true or not, but it looks pretty legit. Uh, Antonio Brown, we talked about the Buccaneers, are expected to rejoin um, Tampa Bay on Monday, as is Mike Edwards, um, as his suspension ends today. Couldn't come at a better time for the Buccaneers with Godwin out now. Um, Antonio Brown looks a huge arrow up and looks like he's someone who could be really useful over the next few weeks um, in the fantasy playoffs. So if you stashed him and held on to him, 
then I think you're in a really, really good spot. So keep an eye on that. Um, the Vikings have waived Bishar Prelan following altercations with coaches and teammates at practice. He's a good cornerback, but there's been some issues there in the past. And now he's been released and he was starting for them. You know, he's someone that has always sort of, when he comes into the free agency list, he's someone that always hangs around longer than on paper he should. So um, I guess we know a little bit as to why that happens. Urban Meyer has apologized to the city of Jacksonville after his firing. Um, I mean, uh, you know my feelings on Urban Meyer. Um, I don't want to say I'm ever too glad that people lose their jobs, but for him, I, I feel no sympathy whatsoever. I think kicking a kicker is about as low as it gets as uh, as an individual can go, but what do I know? Um, I mentioned the new features and, and protocols when it comes to COVID testing. Um, how it basically means is there's going to be less testing for vaccinated uh, players. Uh, it also means that on top of all of that, um, there's a quicker path to players coming back. Um, it's less of a regimented uh, station. And it also means that asymptomatic players can come back or can actually play. So even if they are asymptomatic and, and have no symptoms, if they feel all right in themselves, they can still play even with the virus uh, present and even if they're testing positive. So that's quite a significant step uh, in the views of um COVID and trying to get that to continue over the coming uh, weeks as we try and get this season finished. So the NFL and the Players Union are really working hard to try and make that happen uh, and have relaxed some of the rules around COVID to make that happen. But there is some increased things about mask wearing, um, shutdowns of uh, social events, etc. So that is all the news uh, elements. Now let's crack on with the fantasy elements of this. So I'm going to start with just going through different situations and different teams. Uh, the first one is just the Miami backfield. So the Miami backfield, and in particular, Duke Johnson featured very well yesterday against the Jets. However, there was a few circumstances that went with that. Mars Gaskin on the COVID list, although he came back, Southern Ambin on the COVID list, although he came back and was there available for the game. And then Philip Lindsay uh, was there. Uh, as was Malcolm Brown, but then both of those players were still on the COVID list. Now, all those players, two of them are back, two of them weren't, um, are now all off the COVID list, uh, which means it's a five-headed monster again in Miami. And I think if you're sat there thinking, well, Duke Johnson, he's ascended his way to the top of the totem bowl, I don't think that is the case. And I would be... I would just be loath to play any Miami running back for the remaining games of the fantasy football playoffs. I had to start Gaskin in a couple of places yesterday, and I wish I hadn't, obviously, but it was just a situation that went on. I feel pretty comfortable dropping all those players. Maybe if you had to own one, you would own Johnson, but I certainly would be putting in a starting lineup. And I think uh, people putting in waiver claims are going to put waiver claims on him, and I think it's a massive mistake. He took advantage of a great opportunity for him, but that opportunity is not going to be the same next week. They have five running backs all on the roster all capable and they're going to split it between all of them so don't look at it uh, as an opportunity for duke johnson i would definitely fade him if i had anyone else on that roster i would be cutting them completely for the rest of the regular season um another players you can drop a matt breeder and uh zach moss i told i've talked about zach moss before um people still surprised he's he's you know a healthy scratch and I am to a degree as well, but 
it's happening. So nothing changed between week 14 and week 15. He was a healthy scratch in both games. He's been a healthy scratch in week one. He plays way back in the side. Now he's a healthy scratch again. He, he is finished um, from a redraft perspective. But so is Matt Breeder. Matt Breeder's, um, you know, we, we've gone through this period. He's, he had three touchdowns and over 100 yards rushing for three weeks between weeks 10 and 12. That's completely uh, gone now. He's got 16 yards off five carries on um, over the last three weeks. So he's just not getting used. You know, 16 yards in three weeks. He's just completely gone. Playing time's decreased. Uh, snap shares decreased. Everything's gone. Matt Breeder can just be dumped in your league. So uh, don't hold on to him. It's a roster clog. You can you can get rid of him. Um, another player you can get rid of is Julio Jones. He got injured again yesterday with a hamstring. This guy just can't stay fit. Whether they're rushing him back in the panic to try and get him to play through it, I don't know what is going on. But he is injured again. Um, and even if he comes back, he's not going to be healthy. Um, we've seen that. He needs time. and He doesn't have time for the rest of the season. So you can go ahead and drop Julio Jones, even if he's playing. He's not fit. It's very clear he's not fit. And he's not where he was. So uh, you can drop Julio Jones on name recognition. Someone else will pick him up. Great. Let one of your rivals pick him up and be a, a roster clog. He doesn't need to be yours. Um, bench Chase Claypool. This is going to be a controversial one and people aren't going to like it, but Listen, at the end of the day, his playing time has massively decreased. It's gone from around about 80, 85% of snaps down to 60, just under 60% of snaps. Now, some people will cite an injury. That's fine. He was injured the last couple of weeks, and that explains a little bit of his usage. Um, he wasn't on the injury report last week. And the Steelers are one of these teams that play the injury report reasonably well. What I mean by that is they put a lot of players on injury report. And even if they've only missed like one snap of practice, they'll put them on and they'll always tend to have more players on the injury list um, and are always very conservative with it. Now, he's not on it, which just seems to me that he's not only fully practicing, but he's in relatively good health. So the only thing that's changed in the last three weeks, other than the fact that he has got healthier, is the fact that he's been benched in games for attitude. And then he's been celebrating and clock waste and time wasting in key situations. And, you know, if you listen, if you read the beat reports, a lot of him is that he is a bit of a diva. He does require that extra attention and has a bit of a show offy nature of him. And players don't like that and do get rubbed off the wrong way a little bit. And I think the coaching staff are rather going with what they know versus what they don't. So I don't think they're holding him back against the detriment of the team. Otherwise, they just wouldn't play him. But I think they are trying to teach him a lesson, which is that you are not the star of this team. Uh, you are not even the star receiver in the receiving room. And that's where these snaps are coming. He's losing snaps to Ray Ray McLeod, for example. So I do think that Chase Claypool now is capped at this sort of 60-ish percent um, snap share and he's going to get four to five targets a game so i would be benching him i just don't think in the final two weeks of the season you need that headache on your roster um and the only reason i say bench is if he bounces back in this situation changes and it's a fluid situation then you've got him for the final i would happily keep him on my bench but i would not put him in my starting lineup in week 16 if the same happens week 16 i'm quite happy 
to drop him because I don't think he's going to go off. Or if you're that concerned, you think he's going to go off, you don't want your opponent to get him fine. Uh, either way. Uh, add uh, Antoine Wesley. Now, <laughs> if you don't know who Antoine Wesley is, I don't blame you. Uh, he is a wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. And it appears that he is the outside man. He is the replacement to Hopkins. So I thought Green would get a lot more of that work. I thought Rondo Moore would get a bit more of the slot work. I thought they'd push Kirk out a bit as well. But that's not really what's happened. Uh, what's happened is that Wesley is coming in. And he's pretty much taken over that role. Now, he's not completely dominant in the snaps uh, category yet. He's not translated to... Uh, well, not snaps. I mean, he ran the second most amount of routes, and he also had the second most amount of snaps. He had seven targets yesterday, which is one less than AJ Green. But he's going from a standing start. I think Wesley is someone who is an interesting player. I'm not saying you should start him next week, but he's definitely on the radar, and he's someone that should be rostered. So I'd be picking him up if I had a spare spot on my roster. And I've already listed some players you can drop. I'm going to list some more in here. Anton Wesley's a player I'd have over anyone I've, I've mentioned so far. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforumc.org. Um, one of the players you can drop is Rondell Moore. I think he is potentially got the, the, the chance to be a great player. But again, 21 snaps played, 17 routes run, only three targets. It's just not going to do it this year. If you've got him in a redraft league, you can cut him now. He's not going to be as big a, a factor. He's certainly not going to play him. Not on the numbers that he's been putting up. So, you know, you can bench him. Uh, drop uh, Marvin Jones and LaVishka Chenault. And the first one's got actually nothing to do... Neither of these have really got anything to do uh, with the player. Uh, let's start with Marvin Jones. Now, Marvin Jones is getting a huge amount of work. He's the most amount of snaps. He's getting significant work. But what that's not translating to is uh, targets. And the reason it's not translating to targets is because... He's double covered more often than not. The coverage is like, well, we're looking at who's on the other side. And it's look on Treadwell. All right, fine. We're going to let Treadwell have his. Fine. We're not that worried about him. So we know they've got a pretty marginal tight end in James O'Shaughnessy. Uh, we know they haven't got any other weapons. So we know that Jones is the threat. So we'll cover Jones and they can try and beat us any other way. That's what defenses are doing. Um, they're just taking Marvin Jones out of the game. And it's unfortunate. I love Marvin Jones. I think he's a terrific player. I think he's a terrific ambassador for the league. This isn't any um, weight on his character or his ability or his skill. I just think at the end of the day, it's not going to work out for him in the next two weeks. And I just think he's going to garner all the attention 
and he's just, he's a good player. He's a really good player. I think he can make something happen from there, but I don't think he's going to make fantasy relevant numbers in the next two weeks. So I'd be dropping Marvin Jones. And as for LaVisca Chenault, now I've talked about LaVisca Chenault's usage. What we saw on Sunday with Daryl Bevel was they ran a lot of 12 personnel. Um, now, the thing with running 12 personnel is LaVisca Chenault is not in that conversation. He's just not. He's not in that conversation. He's not going to be uh, a factor of talked about his usage. We've talked about he's not a traditional wide receiver usage player. He's a gadget player effectively now. Uh, and he's not going to get the snaps. He's not going to be relevant. So you can cut LaVisca Chenault. I talked about this last week. But now even with the addition of more 12 personnel than before, you can cut him completely. Um, you're looking at both of these guys going targets going low and lower every single week. Jones just due to the coverage, LaVisca Chenault just due to the usage. Just get rid. No need to have either of those guys on your roster. Uh, Gabriel Davis. Add and play Gabriel Davis. Talked about him last week. Said he'd be someone who'd be incredibly useful for rosters, especially this time of year, especially when Manuel Sanders injured. Cole Beasley had a bit of a knock. Um, and he really delivered two touchdowns on, on Sunday. Not expecting him to go and have the same game against the the Patriots uh, this week. However, he's someone I would desperately want on my rosters. Um, you know, five eighty five and two. He's getting red zone looks. He's getting looked at uh, for scoring plays. He's done everything he can do. He kind of did this last year, and then it came into the season. We thought this could be a Gabe Davis season. Didn't happen. They bought Emmanuel Sanders. I think now they've realized what a special talent they have in Gabe Davis. And I think you'll see him shine through for the next couple of weeks. Uh, absolutely. Uh, start Tyler Boyd. Now, I want to say controversial on this, but Tyler Boyd has been sneaky efficient. Now, it's been difficult for Tyler Boyd. Last year, you know, he was effectively the second, third read in this team. He was getting a lot of work. Um, was a very, very good output from a fantasy football perspective. Then they draft Chase. You've got Chase, you've got Higgins, you've got Mixon who gets fed a lot of targets, and then you get Boyd, and not everyone can go in and go around. And Boyd has had performances where he's not been fantasy relevant. But actually, he surpassed 50 receiving yards for the third consecutive game, and he's going to be really solid as well, you know, because he's still got the Ravens and the Chiefs to play. And Cincinnati will be either behind or having to be passing a lot in these games. So he's going to get a lot of work over these next couple of weeks. And I think the way that Baltimore, especially, you know, they've got their secondary. I think they're down to like their sixth and seventh corners. Safeties are injured. I definitely think at this point they're going to throw a lot. That's where the weakness is. I think um, Boyd is a really safe play next week in a flex. I think he's definitely flex viable. And I think he's someone I'd be quite happy to roster in my flex next week. Um, against the Chiefs, I think that's the decision to look at, depending on how the health of your squad is. But he's someone I'd want to be adding and someone I'd want to be starting in my flex uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, on top of that, add Samaji Pirine. Now, what we're looking at with the Bengals is that Joe Mixon got hurt in the fourth quarter, went off, came back on, re-rolled his ankle. Hopefully, it's not too bad. We're hoping it's not a high ankle sprain. We're hoping it's just an ankle sprain or, or a twisted ankle or something like that. Uh, we don't know. However, Samaji Pirine is going to be vaulted into 
a main role if Mixon misses time. And if the Bengals go ahead against the, you know, the Ravens and they destroyed them earlier on in the season, you can see P. Ryan getting carries. So P. Ryan for me is a massive ad right now. Um, I don't know what the competition is going to be for him. Hopefully not too much. And hopefully you can get him sneaking under the radar. There's a few other guys I'd add over him, but and then we're just going to come to them now. But P. Ryan is not a bad consolation price if there's something out. Um, if Mixon's going to be out next week. These main targets now. The first one is Ronald Jones. I've talked about Fournette likely to miss a game or two. That's going to vault Ronald Jones into a significant position. He rushed eight for 63 uh, yesterday. Now, with Jones, Jones sometimes struggles in finding the hole. He sometimes makes it a bit difficult for himself. Um, maybe not reading the blocks. Maybe just a bit of ring rust in there. But the one thing he has is an absolute home home run threat. And if he finds a big enough hole and he can get through into the secondary make a guy miss, he's off. And we saw this last year of a 98-yard touchdown run. It's what he did in college. It's why he was drafted in the second round. It wasn't necessarily for his overall talent. It was for that home run speed and getting cheap points off quick drives. I imagine that they're going to use Ronald Jones in some screens. I think they're going to use Ronald Jones in, in phases of the game where they can get him open and where he can penetrate with runs. The offensive line's been pretty good of late, especially for Leonard Fournette. So expected to be just as good for for Ronald Jones in the coming weeks. So I think Ronald Jones is someone who's going to be a very valuable ad, um, probably even a top running back ad this week. One other player who I'll get to now. But I think Ronald Jones is someone that now, if you haven't got him on a roster, I'd be adding him because he could be very, very useful. I'm not sure how much Leonard Fournette's going to participate over these next couple of weeks. Add Craig Reynolds and Amon Ra St. Brown. Now, Craig Reynolds rushed for over 100 yards on Sunday. He's now been activated to the main roster. That's a good sign that they're going to continue to run with the hot hand. DeAndre Swift is still injured. Um, Jamal Williams has covid I just don't feel the need that why they feel the need to rush Swift back. I think Swift could sit for the rest of the year. Um, and I think Reynolds could easily be the lead back next week. We don't know for sure. And if both those guys do come back, then his time will be massively impeded and his path to getting a hundred yards and 26 carries again is going to be impeded. But I would be owning him because it could be that he's the starter on Sunday. And if he is the starter, it's likely he'll get a significant workload once again. And I think the fact he's been activated to the active roster and off the practice squad says there's a role for him now um, for the next few weeks. So let's keep an eye on that and definitely make sure we try and get him added on to rosters. I talked about him last week. I'm going to talk about him again this week. Alan Rousey Brown saying, be talking about him for the last three weeks. You would have heard it on the Wave of Wire show. You've read it in the Wave of Wire column. You know, his last three weeks in PPR, 24.8, 15.3, 23.5. He is worth every penny of the fab you've got left to try and get him. Um, you know, went for 8.90 and 1 on Sunday. He's going to be very significantly targeted. He's the wide receiver 1 in uh, Detroit, and I think he's going to continue to be. So I would be having him easily on all of my rosters where possible um, this week going forward. Bench Devontae Freeman. Now, Devontae Freeman uh, has consistently been handling 
double-digit carries, and he has been getting the, the majority of the work there. But the, the Ravens started to go back to this more familiar look of everyone getting a turn, everyone getting different amount, you know, everyone getting a very equal amount of carries. And although Freeman still had the most routes run, he took less carries than he normally would and was very much ineffective for the most part. Um, and also with the Ravens having a very, very difficult schedule for the rest of the year, I just don't see Freeman being anywhere near top 24 worthy or even top 36 worthy. He might be on the fringes of that top 36. He's not someone I'm interested in starting, and I don't think you should be too. I think you can bench Devonta Freeman. Uh, if there's injuries back there to Davis Murray, then maybe he vaults back up the board. But right now, I think he's definitely a, a bench at, at best, and if you dropped him, I wouldn't blame blame you also i just think he is someone who's not going to deliver numbers next week against cincinnati i think they're going to play from behind i think they're going to find it difficult and i don't see devonta freeman having a big impact on that some other players to drop uh sharp bateman uh jermichael hasty bateman had one target yesterday hasty had one carry yesterday Mike Davis, you can drop him. He had six carries yesterday. Dick Johnson also had six carries. You can drop him. Royce Freeman had three carries. You can drop him. You can drop all those players. They're just roster clogs. They're not going to do anything for your roster. Give it a refresh. I've given you some names that you should go and target. Go and add those players to your roster as soon as waivers open, as soon as free agency opens. Go get those players added. Get rid of the roster clogs. Um, as we've seen, bench management becomes more important every single week now. With COVID cases, games getting delayed, you need to make sure that you've got players in your bench who you're very willing to play at a pinch. And having those players I just mentioned, Mike Davis, you have to put a Mike Davis in your roster, you're going to be disappointed. Um, so give your roster a real refresh and add those players uh, as soon as possible that I've mentioned. One last thing I'm trending is Kamara. Now, we saw Mark Ingram come back. It's the first time that both those players have been on the active roster together since week nine i believe and it's not great reading for kamara his upside pretty much evaporates when ingram is there um very even in carries um 11 carries for kamara nine for ingram uh 37 snaps for kamara 34 ingram and this was a game that they were winning now new orleans when they're behind they might use kamara more and that's a viable option but i think what we're seeing now is kamara goes from being that top three top four running back to maybe like the 10th to 12th running back now you're going to start him of course you're going to start him i have kamara in uh, quite a few leagues of course i'm going to start him but the thing you need to think about now with your roster especially as these games become even tighter because you're only playing good teams now in the semi-finals of playoffs Where's your edge? Where, are, If you're going to lose eight points from Kamara, where are you going to make those eight points back up? And it's going to have to be through your flex or through the wide receiver position. And that's where refreshing your bench, getting these new players in, hitting those trends at the right time are significantly important. And that's why I've kind of gone through in this order, because I think if you're a Kamara owner, you're going to need to add Sam Brown. You're going to need to add uh, a Ronald Jones. I think you're going to need a, a Tyler Boyd, uh, a Gabriel Davis. Uh, I think these are the sorts of players you're going to have to own and potentially start next week in order to try and make up some of that upside that you're going to lose from Kamara. So just some food for thought there for you. 
Um, I think that's going to do. I think it's going to be a relatively short show, shorter than normal. Um, I didn't know Dan was going to be uh, missing, but I know that you know it was only sort of last minute. He's been feeling really unwell, and he didn't really want to miss out. But um, he is here, uh, not feeling well. So Dan, I hope you're listening. I hope you're feeling a lot better. Um, as for any other news, I'm going to try and keep people up to date through the week. Um, I'm going to try and keep people up to date through the Substack, which you can again subscribe to. It's uh, agmurphy85.substack.com. So do feel free. I'll put a link in the show notes. Do feel free to subscribe there. I'm going to share rankings, my early rankings there. I'm going to share um, my thought processes through the week as well. Uh, it's just an easy way for me to communicate with you all. It goes straight to your inbox. You can get it and read it whenever you're available. Um, but in terms of uh, maybe if I get time or try and do a, some form of spaces or wisdom chat, I know people find those useful, uh, but it is the week of Christmas. There's a lot to do, um, as I'm sure you all feel the same way. So if I don't want to sit here now and promise that hopefully that happens. But if it doesn't happen, then um, I'm sorry, but we'll see what happens. But in terms of rankings, you can see them all on the website or you can subscribe to the Substack. That will all be there. Uh, if you have any questions, do send them across. I answer as many as I can, but you know, I had a lot of people message me yesterday at 20 to 6. Don't message me at 20 to 6. It's just, I'm just not going to reply. Uh, and that's not me being rude. It's not me being up my own backside. It's just, I don't have time at 20 to 6 when I'm setting my lineups uh, and getting my start sits and, and my um, rosters ready. Plus, it's still, that's dinner time in our household. I'm feeding my kid. Um, yeah, just not going to happen. So I, I either have my rosters ready or, um, and I'm feeding my kid or I don't, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm trying to do both. Um, so I'm certainly not going to get to, to anybody else's start sits. Try and get them in earlier in the week. You know, there's no reason why you shouldn't be setting a lineup Thursday, Friday. And then with this COVID situation, of course, you're keeping it up. But by, you know, early afternoon Sunday, you should have it mostly done. If you've got some questionables, you just keep an eye on them. But you should have a plan. You should be ready to execute if you're setting your lineups at quarter to six. Um, and you haven't set them at any point in the week. You know, you're just giving yourself a lot of extra work to do and, and not enough time to do it. So um, I'll try and answer as many as I can. The, the only way I guarantee any answers to start set questions or anything else is through our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash five year, five year rush. You get access to our exclusive WhatsApp channel um, where you get access to me uh, most of the time, <laughs> almost all the time, almost 24 7, except when I sleep or uh, working. Plus the Patreon cast. If you join early enough this week, I'll review your roster and be able to go through that for you. And you get to join the, the community. There's some great people in there um, who share lots of great ideas on IDP and on all sorts. So, you know, you can join there. It's just a few pounds a month. Um, and we give you that money back effectively through content and merchandise and um, the books and, and everything else. So, but it just keeps the the roof over our heads it allows us to put this content out to you uh, at no personal cost to us so that's kind of why we do it um so please do join patreon.com forward slash five yard rush but coming to the end of the show not many opportunities for content left in the fantasy football season we'll be back next week uh to do a flagship uh and then that will pretty much be it for the fantasy football season barring maybe some ad hoc kind of stuff uh, those who have been subscribers for many years um, to this podcast would 
normally be very familiar with a Christmas Day show that we would put out. That's not going to happen this year. Um, it's just not. We've just not had the time uh, to do that. And you know, normally it would be Stocks and I, uh, or Stock Lee and I, with some guests and and everything else. But uh, with the pandemic, with me moving house, with Stocks doing everything that he does, it's just not been possible to do. Um, so there won't be a Christmas Day show this year, unfortunately. Uh, I can only apologize, um, but we will try and do some form of show before Super Bowl where we'll get people together. We'll do a giveaway. We'll do something special um, for them. Speaking of Super Bowl, um, we are doing a joint um, get together with the guys at Warrior Bowl um, where we're doing an in London uh, Super Bowl viewing party tickets are twenty pounds. All that money will pretty much go to charity, um, barring sort of any costs on our end. And most of that would just be there's a minimum spend charge from everybody. But if we reach that, um, then almost all of that money exclusively will go to charity. Um, we're going to raffle off some prizes. Uh, I'm in the process of collecting some more prizes. Uh, I know the boys at Warrior Bowl have got loads already. Uh, I'm going to add some more to the pot. There'll be at least one piece of signed merch. I hope there's more. We'll track that over the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, if you want any details of that, feel free to reach out to me directly via DM. It's going to be in London. Um, so please do uh, let me know. I'll send you the link. Or you can get in touch with the guys at Warrior Bowl as well. Um, so just get in touch with either them or us or both. And we'll make sure there's still tickets available. I know some people are waiting as to what happens with variant and that's completely understandable and I, I completely understand it but I thought I'd mention it because we're looking at mid-February so just let us know we'll, we'll get the details across to you um, but like I said it's going to be a £20 and almost all that money goes to uh, goes to charity um, that's going to do it please write us a review um, please do reach out if you do have questions I'll try and answer as many as I can but on top of anything else just have a wonderful Christmas with your families. I know there's a lot going on in the world right now with this variant, with uh, a lot of scary things um, going on and have been going on the last couple of years. Uh, whether you get to see your family or not, whether you get to uh, have the opportunity to spend the Christmas the way you would want or not, try and just enjoy it regardless. Try and make the most of it. I know for not, I know that's not going to be easy for everyone. I know that anybody testing positive for COVID now is not going to have that opportunity. And I, I appreciate that is something that, that can happen and is, I won't say likely to happen, but is more than possible. Um, I really hope I've got people who are very close to me who have recently contracted COVID and will not be able to spend Christmas with loved ones or have had plans cancelled. And, and all I can say to them is get better soon. I hope that you all continue to stay healthy um i hope you and you know most of those people luckily have, have had the vaccines they're not feeling too bad but it's that you know one one was talking to me about having to facetime with their children when they open presents and that just breaks my heart this time of year i couldn't imagine not being able to hug my boy uh, on christmas day so stay safe um appreciate people are quite annoyed with what's going on right now and it's understandable but that's just you know, do the right things, stay safe. Hopefully everyone can spend some form of Christmas with enjoyment together with with some form of family. And if not, then with friends. Or if not, then 
a way to enjoy themselves. Uh, there's going to be some great games on that everyone's able to enjoy their Christmas a little more this year than, than last year uh, and the new year and, and anything else as well. But more importantly, just enjoy each person that you interact with and just wish them good tidings and a Merry Christmas. And anybody that's listening to this and who is thinking, right, just shish old man, time to <laughs> wrap this one up. I just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And uh, if you don't celebrate Christmas, I wish you uh, a happy holidays and, and wish you happy festive uh, beliefs and feelings of, of anything or all things that you celebrate. Um, and I really wish from the bottom of my heart and from my family to yours that you have a wonderful, wonderful time and are able to celebrate with some form of peace and happiness. And I look forward to catching up with you all on the flip side uh, and looking forward to hearing the stories of what people got or uh, the, the celebrations they had. So uh, from all of us here at Five Year Rush, uh, have a wonderful holiday, have a fantastic Christmas. And um, until then, until the other side of that, don't forget, as always, keep rushing. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.